Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. Let's create your dream life while living your dream life. Okay, love? Hi, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching, or you can get the full post plus weekly journal prompts when you sign up for my email list. You can do that in the show notes, or you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. So I realized that today's episode is not going to resonate with everyone. It's definitely going to be one that will push some of your edges. And if I had heard this episode about six years ago, I would have just fast forwarded, thrown it in the trash. I was like, no, this is not for me. Today, we're talking about closure. And my ideas around what closure is, who gives us closure have really shifted over the years. And so Today, love, I just want you to be open to whatever I'm saying. I don't need you to agree with it 100%, but I just hope that you can listen to this with an open heart and perhaps something will shift for you because I know that me shifting my idea, reframing my idea of who holds the power of closure, like who gets to give us closure, shifted everything for me. So today's Mindset Monday reads, Love, the closure you're seeking is not going to come from them. Truth is, the closure you desire is based on you and you alone. Annoying, frustrating, but true. So before I met my husband, now disclaimer here, this is going to be an episode with an amazing dating story, like one of my most famous dating stories of all time. It's the one I tell at all the parties I go to. Uh, But it's also the story that really taught me so much about myself and about closure. So leading up to this story, leading up to this date, I mean, I dated a lot. If you have listened to this podcast, if you're familiar with my work, you will know that the journey to finding my husband involved a lot of dating, years and years of dating. And I was one of those people who, like all of us, was ghosted. Whether it was ghosted after like one date, four dates, I was ghosted after being with someone for six months, but not even ghosting, sometimes just being broken up with someone and not being given a real reason as to why they are breaking up with you, right? I went through tens of these experiences, if not hundreds, your girl got around. Okay. Let me tell you, but I... (laughs) When I say ghosting, I also mean maybe one date or, you know, texting with someone and then all of a sudden they don't get back to you. And again, in this podcast episode, I am using the example of ghosting. But what I'm talking about here can be applied to so many different types of relationships, whether it is romantic, platonic, at work, with your family, whatever that is. But I think the one of ghosting is one that many of us have experienced. And it's also kind of a funny one at times. It doesn't feel funny during the time, of course. But again, I was someone who just experienced so much ghosting. And whenever it would happen, I would just say to myself, if only I knew why, if only they gave me a reason, then I would have the closure I need, then I'd have freedom from this, right? 
I would blame the reason why I was still like clinging on to a person or a relationship or an interaction based on the fact that they didn't give me closure, right? They didn't give me a reason. They didn't give me a goodbye. They didn't give me that really nice bow at the end of our experience. And so I was just carrying around this thing of, well, the reason why I can't let go, the reason why I can't be free of this experience, this person is because they never gave me closure. All right, so let's fast forward now to a couple years later, and I've done a bit more self-work on myself, and I'm, I'm not so maybe, you know, um, dependent on people giving me closure. I still get very frustrated and angry at it, but I'm still clinging on to it a little bit, and I go on this date. So I go on this date with this guy who shall remain unnamed, and it's a really nice date, but I'm just not feeling his energy, his vibe. You know, when you just don't click with someone's chemistry and you can't really pinpoint why, but you just know the chemistry isn't there. So at the end of our date, I just let him know, you know, thanks, I had a really good time. And then when he texted me back and said, we should do this again, I just was very upfront. And I said, you know, while I had a great time, I don't really see a future for us. So, you know, good luck on your dating journey. That was kind of one way that I um, didn't ghost people. I was like, I don't like it being done unto me. So I was always very clear. I think six or seven months pass and I see this person on the subway, on my subway train. And we start talking and I'm like, wait a second, this guy's kind of great. Like, why? Why did I not continue dating him? He seems really cool. And he was like, you know, I, I would love to, to go on another date with you if you'd like, like go to a bar, grab a drink. And so in my mind, I'm like, Sharin, like he seems great. You should go on another date with him. So I agree completely forgetting as to why I didn't want to go out with him the first time. So we go on our second date and about 15 minutes into this date, I'm like, oh, right. It's because we have no chemistry. This is why. I did not want to go on another date with him. And so I, you know, we, we got a drink and we talked a little bit. And then about an hour into the date, I thought I was being kind of clear because it was just an hour. I was like, you know what? I, I should head home. I got to head home. I thought I was being very clear. And of course, with dating, you think you're being clear. But, you know, uh, what we say is up to interpretation, right? So, so I don't think he really fully got that I was leaving because I wasn't interested. Because he was like, let me walk you to the subway station. And I was like, okay, sure, let's walk to the subway station. And I'm trying to be really clear with my intentions, you know, in my energy, in my body language, trying to make it seem very clear that I'm not interested in him. We get to the subway station and I, he goes in to like hug me. And so I'm like, okay, let's do like a hug. And I'm really trying to move my body to like the left so he can come to the right. And he goes in for a full on kiss and I instantly pull away from him. And I and I just say very clearly, I'm so sorry, but I'm not interested. OK, you guys, so this is where the story gets very interesting. We are in a very busy part of New York City. We're in Midtown. If you know the city, we're in Chelsea. Very busy, very busy area. This guy goes in to kiss me. I tell him I'm not interested. And he yells out. No, why? Why aren't you interested in me? Why don't you want to kiss me? I am not kidding. 
He is yelling out loud in the middle of New York City. Why aren't you interested in me? Why don't you want to kiss me? I'm not even making this up. I'm not even over exaggerating. I'm, this is exactly real life stuff. So he's yelling this at the top of his lungs. And he's just telling me like, you need to tell me why. Why aren't you interested in me? What is wrong with me? Why don't you want to kiss me? Why don't you want to go out with me? And he's not being really aggressive, but his energy is like desperate and needy. And I'm telling him very clearly, like, you know, you're a really nice guy. Like, there's nothing wrong with you. But I just I'm not feeling our chemistry. Like, there's no chemistry there for me. And he kept pushing. He's like, but that's not a real answer. That's not a real answer. Is it because I'm boring? Is it because I don't, you know, don't talk about cool things? Is it? And he's just going off. And in that moment, in that incredibly mortifying moment for both of us, I saw myself in him. He was my mirror. He was that girl who wanted closure from so many men. The girl who wanted to know what was wrong with her. The girl who wanted to know why they didn't want to date her. The girl who wanted to know what had happened to them. The girl who thought that once they told her, she would feel better. She would get the closure. She would have that freedom. And here I was on the other side of that, being so completely truthful to this person, answering him, telling him, right from the bottom of my heart, listen, you're a great guy, but I'm, there's just no chemistry here. And it wasn't giving him the closure, the freedom that he needed because he wasn't looking for closure. He was looking for the answer that he wanted. He was looking for the outcome he wanted, right? The answer was that, no, I really like you. And the outcome was, you know what? We should date. And in that moment, I realized that no one, no one can give us closure except for ourselves. And we have to be very clear with what closure means to us. So is closure having them say to you, yeah, I want to be in a relationship with you. Or is closure freedom from the situation? To me, closure is freedom. It is closing this chapter, knowing it's still part of the story, right? We're not saying we're forgetting what happened, but we're letting go. We're becoming free of. We are moving on. And the only person who can give us that freedom is ourselves. Yes, it is nice if they, you know, give us the goodbye, tell us the reason, all that stuff. But like in that moment with this guy, I realized here I was trying to close this chapter, trying to give him the reason, but like he wasn't having this closure. <laughs> he wasn't. And so I realized that, oh, Sharin, did you actually want freedom from the situation or did you want a certain outcome or did you want a certain answer? And then it made me realize that, like, even if you got that outcome, which wasn't going to happen, and even if you got the answer, right, which I was giving this guy this answer, would that have given you closure if you weren't ready for it, if you weren't able to give it to yourself? And I realized, no, closure is contingent on what is going on inside you, love. You are the only person who can give yourself closure from a situation. And now listen, in the Mindset Monday, I write, it is annoying and it is frustrating, okay? 
I'm, I'm just giving you the facts. I'm not telling you that it's fun. I'm not telling you that it seems like it's fair, but I'm telling you that this is what closure actually is. And yes, sometimes we can have beautiful closure from someone else, but it does depend on your internal state. If you are ready to let go, if you are ready to be free of and move on from. The truth is love, the closure is not about the other person. It is all about you. You do not need them to move on. You do not need them to break free of. You do not need their explanation or their apology. Yes, of course, it would be nice to have that. But again, if you are not ready to let go, that explanation or apology will mean nothing. So really, it is about you. It's about you allowing yourself to break free. So you can be free because in the end, what happens, what would happen to me, right, would be because I needed the closure and I wasn't getting the closure from them, I would be holding on to the situation and the person. It would be in the back of my mind, in the pit of my stomach, or really quite literally, I couldn't move on, right? I couldn't date other people. I couldn't see myself in other relationships. And I was trapping myself, right? I was becoming stuck. I was holding myself in this chapter I no longer should have been in. A chapter that I no longer needed to be in, right? The book of my life was like, hey, listen, we got some more chapters coming up. You want to join us? You want to join us over here? And I'm like, nah, nah, I'm cool. Can we just ruminate over this chapter until this other character comes back and tells me that I can move on? I mean, I know that sounds like, oh, well, yeah, of course. But in the moment, I get how difficult that can be. I have been there so many times, waiting, hoping, praying for release from that other person, right? The release that they were going to give me once they gave me the explanation, the answer, the apology, whatever it was. And so many times it did not come through. I mean, let me tell you, 90% of the time it didn't come through. Then maybe 4% of the time it came through and it was a crappy ass apology or crappy ass explanation that really didn't give me freedom. And I would say the other 3%, I was still hoping we'd be together or in a relationship or continue whatever we were doing. And so the answer really wasn't giving me the closure I wanted because the outcome, the outcome I wanted was to be together. So love, this is a process, but I just want you to know that this is all internal. It's all on you. You have the power and the freedom. And listen, as I said, if I had heard this podcast episode six years ago, I would have been like, all right, I am unsubscribing from Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. She does not know what she is talking about. But all I'm asking you, love, is to just open yourself up to these ideas. I don't need you to do them or try them. But like I say, with any of my clients, any of my group coaching programs, what we're doing here is planting seeds of thought planting seeds in our heart, planting seeds in our life, and just see how they grow. See what happens. So love, if you're finding that you're seeking closure from someone or something, see how maybe you can shift, you can change, you can give yourself that closure that you're looking for. Define what closure means to you. Define it out. And see if you can do those things in a self-reciprocal way. Maybe that means 
writing a letter to them, but not sending it. Maybe you do send it. Listen, I actually did do that. And I got two answers back from two people I was dating. And you know what? The answers really didn't give me closure. They didn't. I was like, oh, okay, well, I actually wanted to just be in a relationship with you, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So maybe it means writing a letter. Maybe it means yelling into your pillows. Maybe it means, I don't know, changing your hair up, whatever that is. But really realizing that whatever you write down when you define closure means, you get to do that self-reciprocally. It's not someone else's task or job. Yes, it would be lovely and amazing if they did do those things. But you also have to be doing them for yourself. Until next week, love, I will talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this week's episode, please share it with a friend, comment, and rate this podcast. Until next week, see you later, love.